Okay, welcome back everybody. It's another new episode of Outside the Huddle. It's Andy along with James and Paul as always. Everybody good? All good, yeah. Hoping this is the last week we have Andy of Smug James. Fingers crossed. Where have I got this nickname from? I mean, we'll have to ask the guests when they come on. I, I hope I'm not that smug. I'm not Paul Smug, I don't think. I don't get to be this smug. You Probably. somehow try to be smug every week and you have no reason to. You're right. <laughs> There's no smugness with James. He's... Is very, very down on his team. I, I think don't even wear my, my merch for my own team. You know, I'm, I'm it's, sitting here naked. It's a defence mechanism. That's what it is. <laughs> Spot on. Now, we've got a bit of a different setup for this episode. Um, <clears throat> what would be our predictions episode, but obviously games are getting uh, few and far between now. So we've decided to get a couple of uh, very special guests involved. Uh, so we're going to be hearing from fans of each of the teams left in the reckoning. Um, and we'll just, uh, if everybody's ready, we'll just jump into the first one. Eh? Absolutely. Can't wait. Cool. So we've got uh, first game of the week is going to be Green Bay at the Bucks or versus the Bucks. Not sure where it's at. Green Bay. Green Bay. Lambo. Um, and we have got a very special guest repping those Packers. Um more podcasts than Paul has favourite teams. Uh, it's, uh, it's Gary Swan. Gary, how are you doing? Yeah, I was doing all right until I got called that. Um, I've only got two. <laughs> I feel like he doesn't need much of an introduction because anyone who listens either knows him or has heard a lot about him in recent weeks. So not much introduction needed. No, I, I think my sort of fame precedes me, which is a yeah. bit upsetting. You've got to live up to it now. Oh, I can't do that. <laughs> but um, yeah, how are we all doing, Jesse? All right? Yeah, not bad. Very good. Ready, ready I've got my drink just for you, Gary. Oh, thanks, mate. Thanks. I've, uh, I've got a big cup of water, so. Nice. Living the rock and roll lifestyle, you know. I'm guessing we haven't done any sort of prep in terms of questions. Mm. Um, so, because that's how we. Just because we've got a guest on, we're not going to turn this into anything. Just <laughs> no, there's no point us trying to be something we're not. No, let's do anything it. special for me, lads, you know? No, no, I was um, just, I mean, it would be good to get Gary's little bit of uh, input on the last game um, before kind of looking ahead at uh, the next one. But, um, I mean, I don't know, I've got to be pretty happy with that performance, mate. Yeah, up against the Rams, it was, it was a pretty dominant performance apart from the the traditional third quarter collapse like we have every game um we, we could have been a lot better i think so there's a lot more to come from us but it was the number one offense against the number one defense and we still managed to put up 32 points and get them under 20 so it's it's pretty good i think you know I'm, I'm pretty down on jared goff generally so i'm not going to put too much stock in the fact they didn't put points up obviously aaron donald was not up to full strength so that's always going to be the the caveat and there's the star next to it because there's no cooper cup either um but you can only put you can only beat what's in front of you can't you yeah you're because right why, I, 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 against the box next week we're gonna beat them too <laughs> i think yeah if i was a packers fan i'd be having no complaints it's one of them games where you just have to get through it and not slip up when you're the favorite going into a playoff game it doesn't matter how you do it you just want to make sure you get through to the next one and without injuries and issues going into the next game i think you're pretty set yeah, I hope so. Um, the other thing to consider is the whole Tom Brady and the cold thing. Um, I was I was pretty worried about it for a long time, but then someone just the other night actually said in the in the Pick Six group that we're all part of, um, 
that just because Brady and Gronk have been in the cold doesn't mean the rest of them have been. No. So it shouldn't matter that much, but it will probably be an effect for them. Would you? Yeah, I heard this debate earlier because I was watching Good Morning Football um, and they were trying to say Tom Brady's going to struggle in the cold. It's, it's not Brady. It's not even Gronk. It's probably a few other players as well, but you, it's the wide receivers. We've not been good in the cold and they're not used to it. They're not built for it. Wide receivers don't like cold, let's face it. And when you're not used to it, that would be the difference. So it's going to be interesting. But I think Brady will be all right. It's just whether the rest of them are up to it. That sounds like getting your excuses in nice and early, James. <laughs> I mean, when you have to rely on the weather to win a game, it says it all, really, doesn't it? <laughs> it says you'll put us in the green in the heat of Tampa Bay in week six, yeah? Good teams. I mean, good teams can win in any weather, can't they? So. It's supposed to be like minus three Celsius or something at the weekend, so... Yeah, should be interesting. My question would be, going into the Bucks saints game, was was there a team you were looking to win it so that you thought that you had a better chance against? Uh, I, I think I kind of wanted the Bucks to win. Because yeah. when, when we came up against the Saints earlier in the season, we couldn't stop their running game. And although we've come up against uh, Derek Henry and we kept him quite quiet, we we still look really suspect in the run defence. Um, obviously, like Leonard Fournette and uh, Ronald Jones are pretty strong running backs, but I think we could probably contain those two rather than we could have com- contained like Alvin Kamara. I agree. Playoff Lenny. I mean, this this is a different player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, nah. <laughs> it's going to be interesting because my biggest gripe, if you've listened to the pod, which I'm sure you have, is the running game against the Packers. Like you say, it is definitely your weakness. Teams, even the poor teams, have managed to run over all over you, other than okay. Derek Henry, which is really odd. Um, so yeah, it, we need to establish a run. You're right, we're not the most threatening running team, but then we've never, we don't bother running the ball. So it's going to be interesting because your pass coverage has been pretty good this season, in the most part. So yeah, we're going to need to run the ball to win. So yeah, that's going to be the big, the big one for us, I think. Yeah, we have, we have a pretty strong secondary, and like um, Donald Savage has got a, f- a few big catches lately. Um, Jerry Alexander against the Rams kept his guy to minus three uh, yards. So yeah, I think that's like the first time someone's done that since like 2006 or something daft like that. Um, so you know, our, our backfield's pretty strong that in that respect. But if we can't stop anybody at the line, especially without um, a few pieces we have there, then we, we're going to struggle. I think. But I think we should do better than last game. I was going to say to you, how much do you buy into, obviously, week six or whatever it was when we played before? Because, I mean, I know what my answer is, but I know that was obviously a shocking game. It's the first time I saw Rodgers look completely lost. I mean, it's going to take a lot to do that again, but do you think there's anything in that? I mean, it was it was like two and a half months ago. A lot changes in that time, you know? <laughs> We've got like a new a new American president and everything, so... <laughs> like Christmas has been and gone. So. The only thing <laughs> I would say is I feel like the Bucks have probably got a lot better since then too yeah they're definitely yeah bucks are definitely peaking at the right time yeah um, they're getting they're getting they're clicking and it's scary for anyone who doesn't want them to win it myself included but yeah i think with that game however yeah you say two and a half months ago it did seem like a perfect storm i feel like i remember us talking about it afterwards and saying like that's just one of them games that the packers can rule out because everything went wrong you can't learn anything from it just ignore it and get on with it and you have you haven't really looked back since, so I wouldn't be worried. No, I mean I'm not I'm not hugely worried. Um, I'm a little bit concerned. I think we've probably got about fifty five percent chance in a, in Packers' favour of winning the game. I think it's going to be that tight. Um, but the, the the Bucks started really strongly, and then they had a bit of a falter in the middle, and then they've come back str- and been really strong again. 
Whereas apart from like a couple of blips here and there, the Packers have been fairly consistent the whole year. Um, consistently bad on the run D, but consistently strong on the offense. So it's, it should it should be a really good game to watch for a neutral. It's going to be absolutely horrible for me though. What time is it on Saturday? Is it Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. five past eight. Nice. This is Saturday, not Sunday. Oh, Sunday. Uh, Sunday, I think. Actually. I yes, the early game on Sunday. Is the early, early, yeah, okay. At least you don't have a late one. I know, yeah. right? <laughs> I ain't doing that again. Well, Gary doesn't go to sleep. If you've ever that's true. Kept yeah, yeah. Through. Sleeps for sleepy people, lads. You know what I mean? Sleeps <laughs> <laughs> um, sleeps when you have a shift with the other Gary. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's that quiet where we work. It's it's ludicrous. You can basically just like sack it off and just not do anything. <laughs> <laughs> what about um, before we uh, wrap up with you you have to give us a score prediction oh, I don't want to to be honest um, <laughs> that's not we, that's not part of the contract yeah, you've got to influence our picks that we make oh, nightmare um, I, no, I do reckon it'll be really close I, I think I think the box will probably keep us to under 30 points maybe like 27-24 in favour of the Packers I think it's going to be that close. I think it's going to come down to like a last-minute field goal. Who's the MVP? Who's the guy who gets you over the line? It's always going to be Rogers, isn't it? Yeah. But I would, I would like it to be MVS just to shut everybody up. <laughs> yeah, it'd shut me up. It'd, it'd shut, shut up all the people that were giving him death threats earlier in the season as well, you know what I mean? So, that is true. Oh, well, uh, any other questions for Gaz? Well, it's probably a bit late now, but I was feeling like we should probably ask a question to see if he's a true packer. So I've got a question for you, Gary. No question. Um, what down and distance was made in famous, infamous amongst Packers fans on January the 11th, 2004? So what? <laughs> what down and distance on the 11th oh. of January 2004? Come on, Gary. Everyone knows this. Well, that's the thing. I actually don't. I've only been like following the sport massively for maybe this year and the year before. Well, that's I, great. Quite, I don't really understand. I don't really understand the question. <laughs> it's probably. I'm assuming it's like Rogers' first snap or something like that. Um, it was a divisional round game against, they were full seed against the Eagles with one minute 12 left to go and I assume it was Aaron Donald <laughs> it was fourth and 26 and I think you got I don't even know, you got a first down which led to the field goal to win I feel like that's saying, let's find out if you're an absolute stato rather than <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are you a complete anorak what colour do the, the Packers wear uh, uh, blue, isn't it? You know. <laughs> so it's a really nice purple colour that they found in Minnesota that time. Hmm. We'll, be, we'll be back next year. Oh, I would just like to say, I'm hoping that we can have you on next week again, Gary, mm-hmm. because that would mean one thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I'm doing absolutely bugger all of the minute anyway, so I've got all the time in the world. Fingers so, I didn't realise we were going to have people on who lost, whose teams lost, to talk about how good the other team was. You're on every week, James. <laughs> well, especially these two as well. I, I'm in. I'm in the other championship game. You're in every champion. You're in every game in every week. Exactly. I don't know. You also. It's this one. It's the other one. Have we got anything else for Gary? I don't. No. I think he's uh, covered it all. Good I've heard too much. If anything. <laughs> Well, you you can have a small say when we speak to uh, we speak to a books fan next. Uh, maybe you can tag on the end of that, James. I didn't need much convincing, Gary. Don't worry, I'm not I'm not going. For <laughs> it. I was, I'm, I'm stuck with you. So the good thing is, if Paul's going for the Packers, that doesn't fill anyone with confidence given his record. It could be well. I don't know if you ever listen to, this, uh, to my podcast, but almost every week I've got every score wrong. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> so I'm doing really well, so I might predict the Bucks to win this week, you know what I mean? <laughs> save, it, save it for the week where it matters. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's great. Uh, we'll let you get on, Gary. Uh, but yeah, thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, yeah thanks for having me on, mate. And um, just, obviously, good luck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, you, and yourself. I hope, uh, I hope the better man wins. I wish you a reason to Cheers, buddy. Cheers. We've had our uh, Green Bay perspective from Gary. It's time to get a look from the other side, and we're joined by another Bucks fan. Uh, there are two. There are two at least. Um, and it's Dan Hughes is with us. Good to see you, mate. How are we doing? You good? Very. Good. Good to see you, Dan. Yeah, um, I wasn't here to listen to Gary's little intake, to be honest with you, but... Uh... He didn't miss much. <laughs> just want to clarify, I am here. I'm just probably not going to be speaking for the next sort of 10, 15 minutes because I don't want to get involved in this. So basically, we need to have Dan on more often, is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Jealousy's a bad suit on him, isn't it? <laughs> oh no, it's quite good, I've told. I'm quite, I'm quite, it comes quite naturally to me. <laughs> well, um... Like we, as we did with Gary, um, Dan, um, yeah. quick, quick look back at your game at the weekend. I mean, James is, as you know, he's very down on the books and he wasn't giving them much of a chance. Um, but pretty pleased with that, yes? Yeah, there's no way not to be pleased with it. I um, think I might have called it last week as well, right? Retiring breeze off into the sunset. Cheerio. I, you asked me to do that last week. I looked at the stats and the numbers and went, yeah, I don't really know where we win this game, so let's just go the other way and say we're going to, with no justification whatsoever. Um, it seemed to work. So, so we're going to keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, this, this pretty similar situation this week, I feel. So, yeah, yeah, I think it suits us as well. We're much better as the underdog than the favourite. We can't handle that, so got nothing to lose, are we? Yeah, you just are we under like. This is a team we beat by 28 points in week Hang six. On. Hang on. I, I feel like we 28 can't have this points. Argument. We can't have right. this argument because we said this about the Saints and we was like, that means nothing. No, so that scares me, right? As fired up as we was to write that wrong, they're going to be that fired up to, to avenge that. I get that. That's scary. But when you're on that line and you, you lift your head up and you look at the whites of the eyes of the guy opposite, we know how to beat them. We've done it. We've not only beat them, we've beat them convincingly. It's like a boxer in a ring, right? A boxer's got to have the belief that they can win. Green Bay have got to find the belief that they can beat us. We go on that field knowing we can beat them. We've done it already. Without Leonard Fournette, who's on great form as well. Add him in the mix. No, no, not just Leonard Fournette. Playoff Lenny. <laughs> Playoff Lenny. <laughs> well, I mean, this is if James is saying, referred to you as the underdog there, but you, you can't be the underdog forever. You can't keep beating teams and stay in the underdog. Generally, think if we got to the Super Bowl, we'd be the underdog. Well, we would. We were playing the Chiefs or the Bills, so we would be the underdogs exactly. even at home. <laughs> we'll be in the same situation. We have been yeah. all season, really, other than the hype at the start. We've been the underdog against all the good teams. But Brady is a huge factor as well, isn't he? We talked a while ago about how he's bringing. It's different with him. Getting to this stage with him is wholly different because he knows exactly what to do. And we saw that the weekend. The weekend showed us why we went out and why we got Tom Brady, right? The five minutes to go, 10-point lead. Throughout the years, no Bucks fan would have been confident sat in that situation. But on Sunday, we all sat there and went, yeah, I think we got this. We got this because he's just going to control it. He's going to take what's on offer to him. 
he's going to move the ball and he's just going to run the clock out and he isn't going to panic. And if a long, the short ball isn't there, he won't take a sack. He'll dump it off somewhere else. He'll throw into the flat. He'll just keep the ball moving and he won't do nothing silly. He won't feel the pressure come and try and find 20 yards from nowhere and, and, and give off an interception. Mm. It just includes that knowledge thing. and experience. What um, What's going to be the sort of big biggest key to beating this Packers team? Um, I think we can run against them. We did in the first game. Um, Jones put up 113 yards in the first game. As we said, Fournette didn't play. So there's an opportunity there. They're not, I don't think, wonderful at the line on, on that. And we saw this weekend, we Bruce Arians throughout the year hasn't been a fan of run game and he lets just chuck it as far as we can, as often as we can. But that changed at the weekend. They designed, in order to win the game, this is what we need to do and they stuck to it. And I think we've got to end it the same approach now. I think the season's okay to try what you want to do and be the team you want to be. This is playoff football. It doesn't actually matter what on earth it looks like on the pitch as long as you walk off with a victory. That's all that matters at the end of it. So... That was promising. I think if we can stick to that kind of plan, we're okay. Defense takes care of itself. It's an animal. It's a monster. Devin White's back, covered, I think, every blade of grass on that pitch. A fumble recovery. And, uh, I don't think it's the same as me. <clears throat> yeah. Obviously, the back end of the season, like the defense felt soft. It felt like it lost confidence. It just felt like it was trying not to lose. Where against the Saints, they finally grabbed their balls and just went, right, no, we're going to be aggressive and did what we did at the start of the year. A bit like we did against the Saints in the early, the first game and then how we started the year. And I feel like we're back there again. And I actually have more faith in them again now. I said quite often throughout the year that the game against Green Bay after the first quarter, which was abysmal, we had probably the best quarter of football I think I've seen us play for years. Um, And the defence was key to that. We put Brady under so much pressure we blitzed from different places and hid everything and disguised it we haven't done that since and part of me is of the the hope and belief that perhaps we haven't done it because we haven't needed to do it we've still won games we've still made the playoffs without doing it and we've just kept it off of footage we've just not put that on video until such time we need to because I mean we lost to the Saints we knew we were going to play and we devised the game script to beat them if we can if we're blitzing Detroit Lions in week 15 from all different aspects, that's on tape. We don't need to give that up at that stage. But I think that Green Bay game showed that we can do it. And I just feel that we may have something else in our locker somewhere to get to. My hope, I don't know what it's based on. That's just uh, a hope, right? We hadn't seen it before that game and we didn't see it after that game too often. But we did it in that game. So I think it's there. I think, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm swelling just in favour of the Packers. I think Home field advantage. Good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good time for you guys. But it's definitely, a, it's definitely. I don't know about you, Andy, but I'm looking forward to it just as much as the other one. I think it's, it's lining up to be a great game, and it's sort of. I, I was thinking before the Saints game that if the Bucks go through, I'm just going to think it's a whitewash and Packers go through. But the way you won it, and the, it's, it's now clicking in my head that there isn't a reason why I'm against the Bucks each week, other than I just don't want them to win. Um, I sort of convinced myself that they weren't very good. And James knows this. And it's, and it's probably because James is sat up opposite me each week. Um, <laughs> that, that leaves me no choice but to find faults in them. But yeah, I'm, I'm not, you're, in, you're in the conference finals now, so there's nothing that bad that can be said about you. you you're, you're one of the four best teams in the league. Sunday, we didn't look like a Buccaneers team. We looked like a Tom Brady-led team. 
You could have put any jersey on. Could have been any team anywhere. Could have put any jerseys on them. They was a Tom Brady-led team, and that was what he come down to. And that is why we played him. Yeah, Yeah. it's a different breed in the playoffs, isn't it? It it, it scares you. You go into the game, like one element less of confidence because you're coming up against the guy who does it year in, year out. Yeah, going to Lambo is less than ideal. Mm. Cool. I was just going to say it's uh, going to be cold, isn't it? <laughs> hey, I, I spoke before. I think the Washington game about our, our record in the cold, and it's less than favourable. Um, I looked at the day and thought it was a concern before coming on here, and went, "It's the cold. These are professional athletes, paid yeah. millions of pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Toughen up, man. Get out there and run around for a bit. You'll warm up <laughs> soon enough. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Do you know?" You'd like uh, to think they can adjust enough, at least. But I'd like to think they'll try and see the game and not see the cold, if that makes sense. I know that's a weird thing to say, but just play the game. If they play the game as they can, they'll be fine. If they sit there and panic about the cold, it gets in their head. Yeah, you've got to hope they can just focus on the occasion. Um, your, most important player, your most important player is fine with the cold anyway. I don't know, you acclimatise quite quickly. He's, you know, that arthritis is going to kick in now. <laughs> <laughs> you would stiffen up a bit, didn't you, in the cold? Um, as we're doing with everyone who comes on tonight, you've got to, um, we've got to put you on the spot and ask you for a score prediction as well. Okay, it's going to be tighter than last time. It's going to be... 24-27. R- Bucks. Ooh, Same as what Gary said. Gary's on the other way around. Is it? Yeah. It's going to be 24 all going to overtime, isn't it? I debated whether we're even going that high, to be honest with you. Um, I can't see us putting up 38 points again, and I can't see us holding them to 10. So that sort of falls quite nicely in the middle of both. Who's the guy? Who's the guy that gets you over the line? Brady. Tom Brady. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you see, you go back to that game we played in week six. No touchdown for Godwin. No touchdown for Evans. We had no Antonio Brown. There's options there that we we didn't have in that game as well. Uh, Evans was one for ten. Gronk all right, had his best game, I think, 78 yards. Um, well, not being funny, but the Saints game weren't far off all these stats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> He's having breaks in our number one receiver the last two games. I genuinely couldn't care less. If Tyler Mickens comes out and catches four touchdowns, just come out and catch four touchdowns. Son. Just, just you know? return a ball. Return a ball. Do something. But we are at that stage now, right? We are in make yourself hero stage of the season. Especially for a team like Tampa that hasn't been there for so long. It just <laughs> takes one player to step up, Scotty deliver, Miller. do something amazing, and they'll go down in folklore. They'll get remembered forever, right? Especially in Tampa, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Certainly yeah, will. Was... Deflate the balls a bit or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it in there quick. Do what you got to do. Exactly. Right, has anyone else got anything for Dan before we let him go? All good? Nah, I think he's covered it. He sounds full of confidence, much more than me. Good luck, like Dan. No worries. Cheers, guys. Thanks for having us on. Cheers, buddy. See you soon. Go back. Nah. Right, so that's the first game of the weekend squared off. We move on to game number two, which is the Chiefs against the Bills. And we're going to start with our Chiefs perspective on this one. And we're joined by Chiefs fan Sam. How are you doing? Yeah, very well. Thank you, gents. How are you? All good, all good. Thank you. All good. All about having you on, mate. 
Yes, I said I was. Um, I was really. I appreciate the uh, message from Andy on Sunday night, and um, I said more than happy to help, uh, especially after a win. Not kind of sure you want to come after on after a loss. So happy to help. Happy to help. Are we can have losers on here, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're quite good at that. I'm also. I think that's the first time anyone's been really happy to get a message from Andy as well. So that's, that's good to hear. <laughs> first time for everything, right? Exactly. Very good. How are you feeling about? Four minutes left in the fourth quarter on Sunday. I was feeling, I was feeling bad. I'll be honest, I wasn't, <laughs> wasn't feeling particularly confident. Um, yeah, I, I didn't see us winning that game at that point. The, every, as cliched as this kind of sounds, momentum such a huge thing in the NFL, and it just seemed to to deflate us. Uh, the interception, then the touchdown. Um, I was not confident, and I was most certainly reaching for the whiskey at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I mean, we all felt the same way, to be honest. I uh, like yeah, I mean, it, it, a hell of a hell of a game for the neutral. Yeah. Um, if you won, if you won a Chiefs or a Browns fan, I think it was probably the game of the weekend, given the ebbs and flows of the game. Um, I think at one point, a nineteen to three with Mahomes driving, a neutral would have maybe thought, "Ah, this is sort of done and dusted." But it, it changed very quickly, like things can in the NFL. And it was, um, it was a nervous last two quarters for me, for sure. I very nearly turned it off at one point. Oh, really? Um, That's because you wanted the Browns to win. Half time. They came out second half and went three and out, I think, from memory. And I thought that's probably it. So I'm going to. I had it on sort of on the laptop away from the TV so I could keep an eye on it in case it got interesting. Yeah, Only well, one drive. It wasn't the um wasn't the first drive the interception from Baker yeah, where, where interception. then we missed but we missed the field goal so yeah. it almost like it almost reset the second when, half and then they went three and out. That's so up, yeah that was a crazy yeah. couple of plays as well. When you when they missed when you missed the field goal I thought mm, all right I'm back. <laughs> I'm willing to give it another go. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, that's another thing that I think a lot of the Chiefs fans are, it's obviously way too late to address it in the season now, but Butker's inconsistencies put us in a position where we might not have needed to have been. Um, we, what, he left four points on, on the field at that point, so it would have been, what, 24 to three? And obviously with the, with the injury, we had the drama and stuff anyway, but that could have been avoided. Um, but we're obviously not making a change at any time soon with two games to play. How do Chiefs fans feel about him in general? Because I know he's one of the biggest names as a kicker, mainly because of his leg. Uh, he, he gets the distance when it's needed. That 50-yarder he hit was going 70 yards. Yeah. But what's the, what's the general consensus with him? The general consensus is, uh, me personally, I'll give you my consensus yeah. first, is I wouldn't want any other kicker kicking for us yeah. in the NFL. I think you have to believe in every, every single man with the roster. Um, and he proved it against the Chargers in week two, I think it was, when he kicked two 57-yard field goals. He has the leg, and he also seems to have the clutch gene, which is, uh, which is frustrating because when he misses extra points and 33-yarders with uh, a 16-point lead, you kind of can't get your head around it. But if the game was on the line, um, I'm very happy that Harrison Butker's our kicker. Yeah, Chiefs fans, Chiefs Twitter in general um, are very, very quick to react. I think uh, the people that have been Chiefs fans for 15, 16 years, like myself, know pain. But I think more recent and more younger Chiefs fans expect uh, 50 points each week, no mistakes from the offence each week. Um, so I think I've some of the initial reaction, knee-jerk reaction to Butker's misses can be a bit harsh sometimes. But I think with the 
in the current world with social media the way it is, people just say what they think in the heat at the moment and don't actually think. Over the course of the last four seasons, he's been the second best kicker statistically. And as I said, I wouldn't want anyone else. Yeah, we've, uh, well, speaking from experience, we've had real kicking problems in the past few years. And it only takes, it takes one miss and then you go on Twitter and that guy is like out. Get him out. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, you've got to see the bigger picture. And if, if, if Andy Reid and Brett Reeks trust him enough to give him their four or five year deal, they did. And that's fine with me. Yeah. I guess we can't go much further without sort of addressing the situation for next week. Mm. Is he going to be there? Um, I think, obviously, it goes without saying he will do everything within his power to play. Mm. But unfortunately, um, the, and ultimately, it's not his decision to make. The initial news I saw yesterday and today looks good. Um, apparently, there's some talk that he wasn't actually concussed due to the head contact injury. It was a case of, like I think, a nerve or something in his neck. There was some MMA people talking about him being kind of choked out as, as he went down under the pressure on the neck. So he's passed all, all protocols he's passed thus far. So things are trending in the right direction. Um, but again, he, he will do everything he can to play. The Chiefs will do everything he can to play. Scarily, I think the NFL would push for him to play as much as possible. But I was just going to say that. I was going to say, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I can't see the NFL, if there's half a chance of putting him in. Because, you know, let's face it, they want him to play. We all we all do, really. Oh, yeah. Even the Bills yeah. probably want him to. They don't want to lose to a backup, or beat a backup. They want to, you know, play yeah, the best. Yeah, and, 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 and Josh Allen versus Chad Henney has not got quite the same <laughs> ring to it. We've got, you know, it says, what, 19, 20-week season, all boiled down to this. Neutrals and fans alike are going to want to um to get to for him to play. Um, but as I said, that's why a part of me as a, as a, a fan wants him to play, but obviously as a human being, that's why I'm quite glad the independent doctors are the ones involved yeah. in making those decisions. Yeah. But um, I think he's going to play. I think I'm thinking 95, 96% chance he plays. So I don't think he misses the game. I'm, so if Henny got... does play, what do you think? Do you reckon you've got a chance? Do you reckon it's going to be an absolute no chance? What, what, what are you feeling? Well, I, um, I, sh- I shared a, a meme over, over Twitter um, when he came in on Sunday, it was a Henny given Sunday, and it was like a, a, a film post of someone had mocked up in a matter of seconds, as the internet does <laughs> these days. And so, with, with that in mind, um, obviously, we've always got a chance when it's in a two horse race. Um, however, I imagine we would go from sort of 3.5 point favourites probably to about a 4.5 point underdog. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that happens, that's going to happen with Patrick Mahomes not playing. Um, but if our defence can muck in, and I think we're due some real bad weather in Kansas City on Sunday. Um, so we for, for some, we would have to turn it into the dogfight that teams often turn it, try and turn us into, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so we've got a chance, but I would feel a lot more confident um, Saturday if I got so, a, a notification on my phone letting me know that he was, he was going to play um, and he was active. Well, I think so, I'm, so I'm actually cheering on the Bills uh, for this one, but... There is. I still do want to see Mahomes there. Mm. Um, just as as a general NFL fan, it's the matchup we want. You you don't want any team to miss out because if you do lose, rightly it will be because Mahomes is not there. And the Bills, although they want to win at all costs, it will be better. They don't want that. If they can guarantee the win, they'd rather Mahomes was there because they don't want the excuse of oh you beat a Mahomeless Chiefs. What like that's not that big a deal. 
So I think it is. My homeless. I like it. You like <laughs> no, I hate it. So that's not going to be a thing. Let's not start that as a thing. Yes. I have to say, <laughs> hang on, that's, I'm kind of he's not there now, so I can bring this out more often. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think for in as a podcast, we're probably hoping Mahomes is there, right? We don't want to. Oh, I mean, sorry. Obviously, if he's, we want it to be safe as possible, but the NFL it's the last two weeks of the season. You want the best players to be playing, so fingers crossed for you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> what do you think, Sam? Is the what's going to win this game for you? What do you have to do with this Bills team? Um, well, we've already beaten them once this season, um, which a lot of people have uh, tend tended to forget. The fact we rested our starters um, in week 17 and we had the bye week, a lot of people forgot that the Chiefs had beaten um, the Bills, the Ravens, the Saints, the Bucks, all on the road. And it was almost like we were a forgotten favourite. Uh, in the last 25 games, we were 24-1, and one, and we were probably the most disrespected 24-1 and one team I could, I could ever imagine. Um, and it was looking great for us. It looking, we, were, we were comfortable against the Browns until it all happened. Um, but on Sunday, what we need to do to stop this Bills team, and it's easier said than done, um, is make sure we contain Josh Allen in the pocket. I think he's much more dangerous outside of the pocket as a runner, but also as a passer. And also the extra seconds he gets when he rolls out of the pocket allows um, the likes of Stefan Diggs um, and other speedsters such as Isaiah McKenzie to get open and get open quickly. Um, I like our corners against their wide receivers if there's pressure. Um, but I think Diggs will have, um, unless we can somehow get him in the slot often up against Sneed, I think Diggs could have a big day. So the, that Allen to Diggs connection is something that we need to stop. But I would flip the script and I'd say if Mahomes plays, um, I, don't, I think if the question is what have they got to do to stop us? I think that is the question if Mahomes plays. Probably yeah. fair to be honest. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what about giving us a score prediction? Uh, do you want two? Do you want a Henny score and a score? I think if Patrick Mahomes plays on Sunday with the weather and the and the, the offense on our offensive line, I think we would win. The Chiefs will win 27-19 with Patrick Mahomes playing. And if Chad Henny plays, we will win 20-19. to Okay. Book it. When, when, I thought you were going to say if Henny plays, you'll win like thirty-seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I think I think the our defensive line's got to have a, a big game. We 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 pay the likes of Frank Clark and Chris Jones uh, in across the front four over a hundred million in in cap space. Um, and at times this season they've been getting easy paychecks because we offense is just taking care of business. But these but last season, if you remember, the defense stepped up completely in the playoffs. And we'll have to do it again either way uh, against Buffalo and then likely against Green Bay and Tampa as well. Tampa Bay. I'm glad you put Tampa in there. Yeah. <laughs> of course, of course. I think that's going to be a much closer game than people think. Uh, but obviously, I'm not on here to discuss that. Again. <laughs> uh, have you got anything else for Sam, gentlemen? No, not really. Um, we might possibly be hearing from you again in yeah. a few weeks' time, depending on the success of your team this week. Yeah, absolutely. And I said, I, uh, no, I've probably waffled on and talked a little bit. But um, yeah, I said, it's been really great to have to be on. Um, and I look for, I follow you guys. I look forward to updates on Sunday. Uh, it's been great, mate. Oh, much appreciated. Really great. Sam, thanks for oh, joining. Cool. Have a good evening. Enjoy the rest of the pod.
Yeah. You too, and good luck. Um, Take care, mate. Goodbye. Thank you. All the best, mate. Okay, we're going to wrap up our fan input for the uh, upcoming games with uh, a Bills fan. And this is not just any Bills fan. This is Bills Mafia royalty we've got. Um, I reckon if Paul lives to be... Some people have said if Paul lives to be 300 years old, he won't know as much as this man knows about the NFL. Uh, It's Paul's dad. It's Mark. How are you doing? Yeah, it's good. Thank you, guys. Oh, good. I thought I thought Andy was going to go. This isn't just any Bills fan. This is the only Bills fan we could find. <laughs> uh, I think you find I was on the phone yesterday to a Bills fan, Paul. Well, well, I don't. I I can't vouch for that. Well, yes, my friend Nick. He's a big Bills fan as well. So we were having a chat about the game, and I was putting him straight. I'll be honest. I think me and Andy was both thinking you and Paul had a chat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. No. No. He got my. <laughs> I, I'm not so pro Bills when my dad's in the conversation. No. It's reasons. Right, uh, so does that mean now, for the first time in all these episodes, you're going to now be anti Bills? No, because this is not the stage to be anti Bills, is it? We're in the, no, you literally right, your last team, Paul. Yeah, this, this is my own. This is my, well, I've got the Packers on the other side, so could be. And then the Chiefs, they win. Exactly, exactly. I understand why you want to support so many teams, Paul. I don't support the, these teams. I have an affiliation with them. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't. I support the Giants, but I have an affiliation with the Bills and several others. Well, well, right, we like Man United and Man City and Liverpool and Real Madrid and Barcelona and anyone else who wins a game. We all know that football's a different kettle of fish. Football's tribal. <laughs> this is not so much. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's true. Um, have a look back at that game, Mark, the Ravens game. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, like most people on our predictions, took their own team to win, but you can't have expected that uh, scoreline or anything close to it, really. No, no, I thought it'd be very close. I thought it was the, the worst matchup the Bills could have could have had, um, and I thought the defense, both defenses, played really well. Um, I didn't expect both defenses to play really well. That's why I was going for fairly high scoring game. But yeah, we, we I thought the defense, our defense in particular, came to the party, and um, we yeah, the, obviously the one turning point was the, uh, the pick six, which was uh, I was watching it in the morning because I taped it. Not like Paul stayed up all night for it. <laughs> I think that's because I'm. They call that a true Bills fan. So. I was going to say, does that make him a bigger Bills fan then? Yeah. <laughs> so makes you a lot younger than me. Paul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So did yeah, you when, avoid, that uh, was a difference. That was a difference. Did you avoid the result? Oh yeah, yeah. I've, I've had my phone off. Um, yeah, I've avoided the result. I watched it about eight o'clock in the morning, like all good Bills fans do. And um, unfortunately, with two minutes, and I think it was no, the two minute warning, the Sky decided to go over to the cricket. So I missed <laughs> the two minutes of the game. Typical Sky coverage. Like, yeah, yeah, let's just say. How frustrating would that have been if you hadn't already won the game at that point? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah the thing is, Joe Root batted very well. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. I think it was a, one of them games where it was needed. It was one play that was going to be the difference. You could make that big yeah. play that sort of set, set them apart because from that point on, everything becomes easier. But, yeah, 
You deserved it. I, I don't think. I think you're a better team than the Ravens in general. I do also feel that last week and the week before, both games, everything's fallen right for the Bills. I mean, I thought the Colts were the better team. Um, and, you know, I, I wouldn't say the Colts were the better team. Uh, sorry, the Ravens were the better team. But, yeah, everything seemed to fall right for us. The, the flags, discipline's been really good from the Bills, I think. There's not been that many flags against them. The teams we've played have been a little bit indisciplined. So, yeah, things are falling right for us. How many years did the Patriots win the Super Bowl because everything fell right for them? Yeah, yeah I that's get that. Super Bowls, that's, that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm happy. I just hope the luck doesn't run out this weekend. Yeah. Um, if we if we work along the lines of Mahomes playing, because uh, you know everybody wants him to play. Um, Did I? Everybody's going to go everything against what Paul just said. Every uh, Bills fan wants to, Mahomes to play. No, I said I said if if you can guarantee the win, mm. of course you want Mahomes to be there because you don't want that. Oh, you only beat us because Mahomes wasn't there. You want to beat the best. I don't, I don't care if there's an asterisk against it at all. Just, <laughs> yeah. If you had the choice, though, if you had the choice, you'd rather beat Mahomes than beat Chat. Whatever is it, Henny? Yeah. Henny yeah. yeah, if you had the choice, but uh, I haven't, and um, yeah, I, I still think we can beat them with Mahomes anyway. Um, mm. I don't think the Chiefs are this a little bit like I don't think the Packers are these this great unbeatable team everybody's talking about. I just think that. The Bills are pretty hot at the moment, and we, we've actually learned how to win pretty dirty as well, in the sense of we've had the luck on our side. We haven't dominated teams. So, yeah, I, I don't think that um, the Chiefs are unbeatable, even, even with Mahomes. One thing I would say, and I'm, like, this is me trying to find a flaw in the Bills, and it's actually more the Chiefs, a pro-Chiefs thing, is that you would rather the Chiefs came out of that game having won by 40 points than have won in a scrap like that because you want the complacency and the sort of overconfident nature of the Chiefs by, you know, winning, beating the Browns easily. We're untouchable. But because they've come out of a scrap and they've come out the other side of it, there's almost that element of we, we can, they can be in a fight and win and it comes down to scheme and now they've got that added bit of confidence in themselves. I think that game didn't necessarily go the way you needed it to. I, I don't, I'm not so sure. Uh, to be honest with you, if, if they'd have played anybody else, well, not anybody else, if they'd have played the Ravens, for instance, I think the Ravens would have beaten them. They well, only they played the Browns, they were a bit hit and miss, I think. I mean, they needed the Browns. This, it's hard to it's hard to remember that the Browns needed Mahomes to get concussed for them to have a chance. They were being dominated. Yeah. Um, it, it was going to be. It probably was going to get ugly for them without that. So you're right. I just do think that. The way it ended up and the way the game ended with the play calling and Henny getting that that crazy run, it just it probably makes them have a bit more confidence in themselves. Uh, and they can they're aware of Mahomes doesn't play though. If he doesn't play, Paul, Mahomes doesn't play. I just don't. I think psychologically that's got to go against them. And psychologically, it's going to really help the Bills as well. Yeah, of course. I mean, I don't. I make you favourites if if. Mahomes isn't there. Like, I think everyone does. Yeah. Because it's well, when the spread came out, well, it was three point game, and now it's a two point five game. So it's I think like if, it, if he gets ruled out, you'll, it will swing completely. It will swing it will, the other way. But I'd rather I, go in there as underdogs, personally. Slight underdogs. Well, 
It's tough. You'd rather you'd rather Mahomes wasn't there though, so that's not going to happen. You can't have it both ways. You can't have Mahomes not there and be underdogs. But is the KC defense defense um, is it any better than Baltimore's defense? I don't think it is. No, but they've got a, a legitimate quarterback, probably the best in the league, and the Ravens have a running back. So <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I, it, it's going to be a great game. Is it the late one? Yeah. It's very late game. It's twenty to twelve on Sunday night. What, what you staying up for that one? Monday morning. Uh, I I think I'm going to get up about half past four, five o'clock in the morning and watch it. Ooh. I don't know. Don't, don't text him the score. Don't mess message him with the score. Anyone? Won't be on until after the game. <laughs> I wish yeah. I could do that. You you did uh, last time we spoke and we asked you for a kind of outline of how your game was going to go you did pretty well you had the Dawson Knox thing that Paul tried to claim credit for Try to hide that, yeah. um, even if if Mahomes is, let's say Mahomes is playing anyways there you've got to prepare for that who's your sort of who's going to be your match winner this time around to be honest with you I think it will be the defence I think um, Hyde and White I think will come to the party and, and they could be the two strong players on the offence You've got to say digs again, but Beasley hasn't had much to the ball in the last few games since the injury. I'm just wondering if it could be his turn. Or maybe there's an unsung hero, someone like John Brown. We've got so many options. I think maybe this week it could be Beasley if he's if he's fit enough. But I, I think he's going to defence. All agree, it won't be a running back. Um, <laughs> no, I can't see Singletree uh, being the start. <laughs> I've got to admit, he hasn't done bad. He's not that great, but he hasn't done bad at all. He's carried well. Yeah, the scheme isn't made for running backs. They've just got every time they get their chance, they've just got to take it because it ain't going to come very often. I do think the Bills' success this year has been all down to the the, the play calling. I think it's been really, really good, especially in the playoffs. You're a well run, well well managed team. Well, uh, I think it's our offensive coach, the great big guy. I can't his name now. Everyone's after him. San Diego was after him and. So if he goes, it could yeah. could be a bit of a fly in the ointment. Right. But... I don't know how to pronounce it. Double, double. Yeah, that's it. Well, did you see this coming, Josh Allen? Like we was talking about at the start of the year, we like Josh Allen. He's entertaining to watch, but we we was always concerned about the overthrows, his inaccuracy, and when it matters, sometimes he'll do silly things. Did you generally believe he'd make this massive step? To no. the player he is now, no, <laughs> no, nowhere near. I thought he could potentially in a couple of years' time, but the contrast from last year to this year is massive. I'm, I'm really, really surprised. It's uh, not surprised. You won a division because I think that's a. It is a really poor division, I'm, and da, the, Miami have probably got a bit better than maybe they are better than sooner. Yeah, that maybe a couple of years' time, I thought Miami might be better, but. Um, I thought we'd win the division, but that would be it. We'd get beat in the first round of the playoffs. But uh, we had a lot of momentum going into the playoffs as well. It was really hot going into And to, to beat Miami in that last game really put a, a marker down because I think everybody expected Miami to beat us because, well, I didn't and Paul didn't, I know, but um, because we was going to rest players and we didn't we didn't take our foot off the bottle at all. So momentum's massive, I think. Yeah, we as a sort of podcast, we followed the Bills through Josh Allen and just talking about them in general throughout. And we've said for pretty much as the season went on, it's slowly starting to click because I remember week four and five, we were talking about the Bills in a negative sense, despite the fact you've won games. 
Yeah, you won't yeah. win games pretty, but we every time we'd say we have to remember if you're winning games when you're not playing well, that's a very good flaw because you can only build on that and get better. And you've done it the right way in terms of you look at the Steelers who came out and destroyed everyone and then lost a bit of momentum and then capitulated. You're doing it the right way. You're getting better and better and you're winning dirty. So there's nothing to say you can't go on to win it. Um Overall, overall performances though. I mean, I, I didn't expect the well to be a got big players in the offense, but the defense have been really, really good as well. They got some heroes. Eh? They started slow, but they didn't. Also, you've had players missing throughout, and it's starting yeah. to look like a, a healthy unit, and people are making plays. But there's, but there's unsung heroes like Milano. Yeah, he's great. You know, they've been really, really good and uh, they don't get the plaudits that other players like Diggs get and Josh Allen. And the kicker, of course, the rookie kicker has done really well. Yeah, yeah, you've got an all-round team. Yeah, couldn't have kicked last week. Nobody could have kicked last week without the Indy <laughs> What about, let's put you on the spot then, let's have a score prediction. Oof, um, I wouldn't be surprised if it goes to overtime. I've got this dreadful feeling that I'm going to have to go to work. <laughs> It's going to go on to overtime. You have to wake up at half three just in case. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it'd be, I've been saying everyone's going to be close. I, I think it potentially could be 27, 24. <laughs> That's not a favourite answer, is it? Yeah, we've had three of the four people go for 27, 24. I just, it just got that, it's got that feel about it, you know. It's, I mean, I would, I'll put it this way. If we do lose, we've lost to a good team and it's been a, a, a great season for a Bills fan because, you know, what we're used to is not getting past, well, not getting to January, really. Mm. Um, but to get this far to the AFC Championship, I remember, I'm old enough to remember the last time they got to the AFC Championship game. I'm you not. Know, so, <laughs> you're you're not. not. Right, here we go. When, as you talk about that, Mark, I, one of the questions I was going to say is, can you run through what it must have been like for being a Bills fan? To make four Super Bowls, which, you know, is incredible in itself and is great, but to lose all four, like, I can't imagine what that must be like. It was like, <laughs> the first year against the Giants um, was awful because I watched it with my brother, who's, who's, uh, uh, who's a big Giants fan, and obviously to lose in the way we did with the, the field goal, Scott Norwood, it was, uh, that was pretty horrendous, our first Super Bowl. And then, I knew we was going to dominate the AFC anyway because it was it wasn't great the AFC and then we came up against the Cowboys the Skins as well the Cowboys twice it was a great side I just think either side of them I, th- I think we would have won a Super Bowl it was just we happened to come across the Giants wasn't a good team that beat us it was probably one of their worst Super Bowl winning sides but they played dirty they bored us to death and controlled the ball. <laughs> That's the how the Giants game. have always won, isn't it? Yeah, the Giants have always won. The key <laughs> word there is we won. <laughs> well, yeah, there's winners and there's losers. Unfortunately, we are losers. But um, well, I would just like to say, in the NFL, it's a bit different, isn't it? Because if you get to the FA Cup final and lose, you're a loser. But for some reason in America, they, they, they have this way where they can go, we're AFC champions four years in a row. Well, that's right. That's right. It's very yeah, true. It's, it's, they find a way to make it until well, it's, not, it's not even just that, is it? You don't even have to. You just have to win your division. You win yeah, something. Exactly. You, yeah, I mean, bad. look at the Saints. They won the South. Well done. Be out. I just feel like, yeah. I mean, there's two. There's two guys in here who have never won a Super Bowl. <laughs> um, and well, there's there's three, but um, 
there's two guys that have won, never won a Super Bowl and they've been to it four times. Mm. It's pretty yeah. impressive. It's worse when it's four in a row, though, because sure. it proves you're yeah. so so dominant in the AFC yeah. and you just can't get over the line. You'd think there's got to be a bit of luck in there somewhere, you nick one. But yeah, we, with the luck, luck went. I think if we'd have beat the Giants uh, in the first one, I think we might have had a better chance. But psychologically, that destroyed them. I think you know to lose in the way. In the first one, you could be looking at a Patriots-style dynasty. Um, they, the trouble was, by the time we got to that first Super Bowl, most of that team was they wasn't young. Jim Kelly had been around for a few years. I, I first saw the Bills at Wembley in '89, I think it was, and um, in, a, in the American Bowl, which was the, the friendly. But they used to come over every year, and I saw him for a quarter because they never used to play the whole game. And he was—he wasn't young then, and nor was Thurman Thomas. They, once that after that fourth Super Bowl, that team went. It was a little like the England, England World Cup winning side, you know, in rugby. It just aged at the right time, and but it wasn't going to carry on much after that. And we've had some shocking players since. Shocking. <laughs> yeah, it's not been an easy easy run since then. He, I mean, EJ was in he, manual and oh yeah. Brian Fitzpatrick was rubbish with us, really. Although I rate him, he's been better since. But uh, Drew Bledsoe, uh, yeah, Drew Bledsoe. Mm. You've had, you had some quarterbacks. Rob Johnson, rather Rob Johnson. <laughs> We've had some really bad ones. Well, you never know. We could be back on with you next week, buddy. Um, well, I hope so. I hope so. But um, I'm. I'm it's been a it's been a great season. Whatever happens yeah. now, I can't, yeah. I can't complain too much. I do think the Bucks will um will win as well. I, I didn't at the start, but I've got a feeling they've got momentum. I don't think the Packers are as people are saying. It's hard. It's because the Packers have done nothing to to warrant that. Everything they've done, like that's been put in front of them, they've done well. But because of the fact that they're coming up against Brady, everyone's got that feeling of massive. It, everyone's, it, myself included, I'm now no longer ruling them out because I've done it for 12, 15 years and it's never worked. So why am I doing it? They're losing by three points. There's a minute to go. You can see it now, Lambeau Field. Brady starts to drive. Field goal. Listen, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'm watching it. I'm not sure I'll be able to cheer against it. If it's watching it happen, if, if there's a last minute drive and Brady's behind centre... I might have to turn it off because I won't. I, I'm not willing to cheer against it, but I'm not willing to watch it either. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not claiming that the Bucks. I support other teams because I only support the Bills, as you know, Paul. But I've always had a soft spot for the Bucks. Yeah, he's got, I think I've seen you many times in a Buccaneers t-shirt, actually. Yeah, I've got. I've got a red Buccaneers yeah. t-shirt. Yeah, that's that's a fact. <laughs> I'm liking your dad even more now. See, even though I, <laughs> even though I talk about other teams, I would never wear something from another team. Oh, yeah, but some of the stuff stylish, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> none of the Giants gear stylish. <laughs> no, that's true. Right, fellas, have we got anything else for him? Nope. No? I'm going to save mine because we're probably going to get you back on at some point. Or if not, you're going to be on, obviously, for the Super Bowl. So I'll save my other question. Oh, well, okay. It's about Paul, though, isn't it? It's about it his is. bounce. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep that one up our sleeve. Yeah, keep it up your sleeve, and hopefully you can speak next week. But exactly, yeah. when Bucks play the Bills in the Super Bowl, we'll be uh, we have it altered. <laughs> you can wear your Bucks top. Yeah, I could, I could, yeah. But I might be wearing it anyway if the Bills get knocked out. So, <laughs> well, me on, guys. Much appreciated. Yeah. No, no good to talk, man. And uh, best of luck for the game. Hope you enjoy it.
Yeah, thanks very much, and uh, hopefully speak to you next week. Right, so we're wrapped up our fans' input. Uh, really good stuff. That appreciate everybody's efforts and time. Uh, again, it's probably arguably the best content we've ever put out, and it wasn't us speaking. So, yeah, says it all, really, doesn't it? This is the way to go from now on. We're just gonna have other people on. We can just nod and wait. <laughs> And we'll learn. We'll learn. Yeah. So the big thing we've got to do now while we wrap this one up is we've got to make our predictions um, based on what we've heard. And it is pretty tough because uh, we've had some really close predictions. Three predictions of 27-24 for respective teams. Um, so first game, Green Bay against the Bucks. What do we do? Where do we make James go with this? All right. Let me hear where you're going first. Oh, it's me. Oh, my God. I had, I was just so sold on them beating the Saints. Um, just it came straight to me. And I thought, no, I'm sticking with that. And I think they look good for it. Um, this is just different, isn't it? And um, it's pretty obvious that I'm only hesitating because I don't want to say what I think I need to say. Uh, I. I do think, unfortunately, I do think it's going to be super close, but I watched that Packers game and I think there's probably more in the tank, so I am going to go with Packers. Okay. Good God. Um, I'm going to go next because we know James is going to go, but yeah. As soon as the game finished, I was sort of going, well, there we go, Packers in the Super Bowl. And now... I'm starting to sort of take a look at myself and think, you've been doing this every time the Bucks play and it's not working and it's getting worse, if anything. Um, I'm going to go for the Packers just because we're at that stage now where I'm going to come last regardless. Uh, we all know this. So why not go for the one I want to happen because at least I get to cheer it on. I don't want to gain from Brady winning. So, Packers. This is, I don't even know how to answer this because I know what I've got to say, but I don't know if I really believe it. Then if I was you, I'd go, thanks for letting me pick for last. I'm winning, so I'm going to go for the same as you two so that I well, can't. Well, that's the thing. If I'm being honest, I think if I hadn't been picking last, I probably would have gone Packers because I thought you two would go Packers. Yeah, <laughs> and I wanted to try and throw you both off. Um, I'm not going to. Fuck it. Who gives a shit? It's only a bloody prediction thing. <laughs> exactly. Um, I really don't know. I, I can't really see past the Packers winning at Lambeau. Like, mm. it, uh, I, I don't know. I I don't know. I think my um my head and my heart is playing up massively. But I'm going to go for the Bucks, and I can't give you reasons why. It's I I can only see one team winning by quite a big margin, and it's not the Bucks. But if we get keep it scrappy and manage to sort of keep it it a bit like we did against the Saints, then I think it'll be a different story. It's just whether we can do that early, maybe get a little bit ahead then we'll be in the business. But if you go two scores down, it's the sort of game where we might just get completely blown out. Um, something's telling me we, everyone's ruling us out because it's cold and because it's Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau. And I just know that's the worst thing everyone could be doing. Because I feel like, you look at De- Devin White, he's been brilliant all year anyway, but he gets snubbed, he gets COVID, misses games, comes back, and he was absolutely everywhere against the Saints. I've never seen anyone play mm. as well as that. And this defence has now picked up confidence. And that's all I wanted them to do because they are good. And the only last time they was good was against the Packers. So I'm I'm believing, I am believing, 
but I don't know if it's one of those believing because I'm a fan. So I'm going for the Bucks and hoping and praying <laughs> more than well, anything. That, that took two minutes longer than it needed to, didn't it? We all knew where you were going, James. I'm covering my arse. Quite right as well. I mean, I can't lose in this one, really, because if, if the Packers win, I get my close the gap on you. Uh, and if the Bucks win, I'm laughing. <laughs> Screw the What pack. one do you want more, Andy? Um... Oh, you don't care about this. No one cares about this. We don't he care. Does. He does. Yeah. I, I want the uh, I want the glory. I want the win. I want the you know. Just what we uh, maybe next year we need some sort of forfeit for the loser because we need to care more. We agreed on that this year, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We just haven't thought of it yet. Oh, did we? Oh, void. <laughs> Null and void. Yeah. void. Something about running naked somewhere. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> Um, squared away. Right, the next one, because uh, get through this. Chiefs against the Bills. Who's going? Bills. Ooh. Mahomes, even if he's fit, he's going to be mm. fast. No one, can, no, one, no one recovers from a concussion that fast. He could barely stand up. Yeah, I do think there's more to consider as well, because prior to him getting um, RKO'd, he was hobbling all over the place with okay. his injury, and he clearly wasn't himself. So it's definitely it's the yeah. same as me. But when he went down, I thought he went down with the injury yeah. more than obviously concussion. Or when he saw him like wobbling around, I, I realised. But when he mm. first went down, I thought that's it. He's done his footing, or he, you know, he's carried on doing whatever he's done. Um, um, so yeah. you're going. I'm going Bills just because I want them to, and it, like the both games are close enough for me where you can just you can swing it the way you want it to go. And no one's going to question you, so. Do you want me to go, Andy? Go on, then. I'll finish making your life bloody easy. But I'm going to double down on Bills. Wow. And I, I'm i a little bit surprised I am, but something's telling me Bucks and Bills. And it's more to do with the fact that both teams have done nothing for a long time. And it just would be the sort of narrative you go into a Super Bowl where the Bills haven't been there for years. The Bucks have been there once in the last 20 years. Outside that, they've done nothing. And it'd just be, in that own sense, it'd be quite romantic. Brady versus the Bills. Will he ruin it for him? You can just imagine it. So Ronnie, I'm going to go see Bryce. Yeah, I can see it. I can't uh, I can't believe, right, where there's a three-man podcast and this is how it's panned out. But I was just weighing up my decision and I thought, I'm tied because a couple of weeks ago, we made our predictions for the Super Bowl and I said the Bills were going to beat the Packers. So I have no option. Um, I think so, I think uh, Packers, Packers are beating the Bills. So, what did you say, James? I said Packers and Chiefs. So we've all still got a chance. Um, Sam, uh, if you are listening, um, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I, I, what was the comment Sam made about them being the most disrespected? <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to what we say. We know absolutely jack shit. So. But yeah, we're clean sweep for the Bills. There's got to be some sort of yeah. There's a romantic element there, isn't there? Mm. We're all falling for it. It was, yeah. it was your dad, I think. Yeah. Not for me. <laughs> he swooned in and run us all over. No. That's not, that's doing an injustice to Sam because after Sam finished, I was thinking that's making me look like a mug. Yeah, he knows his stuff, that kid. Um, yeah, and he did absolutely sell me on it as well. Except for when he said Henny, maybe, was going to win. I'm not so sure about that. Um, That's the question. Yeah. Legitimacy, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest, it's been great input we've had from everyone. Yeah. Um, but we're so stubborn, I don't think any of us have taken any of it on board at any stage. <laughs> nah. Cheers for input, but no. <laughs> we are terrible. Um have we got have you guys got anything else before we wrap this one up? Nah, enjoy uh, it. Yeah. Super Bowl week. That's all involved. Yeah. Yeah, enjoy it everybody and we'll speak to you soon.